Hello everyone. Today I am talking about cheat days and cheat meals and my thoughts on them and experience with, with them and giving you a little bit of feedback as to, or maybe just food for thought as to if there's something you want to incorporate or perhaps there is a better approach to your nutrition. And basically I'm someone who in the past, I was super strict with my eating and Monday to Friday, I would be really rigid with what I allowed myself to eat and, you know, basically, you know, eating out, nothing that what I would consider a treat, um, not a lot of like carby foods. And because of that, I would like thrive on the weekends and maybe thrive isn't the right word, but like I would just by Friday, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the weekend because that was my time to like eat all the things and really just kind of like YOLO with regards to food. And sometimes I would have one cheat day, sometimes I would have two cheat days and I really did not make any progress this way despite working out regularly. And in the process of not making any process, not making any progress. I also really kind of messed up my relationship with food because essentially I was depriving myself, you know, 80% of the week. And like I said, being really rigid with what I was eating, which then made it a lot harder for me to demonstrate, demonstrate self-control on the weekends to, you know, eat within reason to not binge and to you know, not feel restricted by certain foods or food groups. And so this is why I kind of, if you're someone who has cheat meals or cheat days on the weekend, it can be something to reflect on. And I will say there are some people who do a really good job of incorporating this, these kind of meals into their week or day or month or whatever it is, and have no issue with that whatsoever. And I respect that. I'm not here at all to criticize that or say that this isn't something that is okay for everyone. I'm just putting my two cents in and, you know, letting you make your own decisions about what works best for you. Because I know there are some people who say, you know what, that's something that really helps me and I really enjoy it. And great. That's fantastic. Um, that being said, if you're like me, cheat days can be problematic because you are literally trying to make up for all the foods you feel like you missed you. You feel like you've missed out on eating in one or two days or in like one really, really big meal. And for me, this was problematic for a lot of reasons. And I think if you are someone who's really, you know, diligent about what you're eating and if your goal is say fat loss, for example, and you're working on being in a calorie deficit, then what I generally recommend for a lot of people is, you know, a smaller calorie deficit that's more sustainable and is going to get you results long-term, but ones that you are actually able to hold on to because you have not drastically cut calories, which kind of results for most of us in yo-yo dieting, seeing a lot of change and progress, and then losing that change really quickly because it just was not, um, realistic 
with what our approach was. And so by creating a small calorie deficit, let's say, you know, two or 300 calories a day over the course of seven days, let's pick the big number, you know, 300 calories a day over seven days is 2,100 calories. Now for you to lose approximately one pound of fat, you need to be in a calorie, you need to create a calorie deficit of 3,500 calories. And ideally this is created through uh, a slight decrease in your calories, but also an increase in your energy expenditure. That means exercising, being active, getting your neat energy levels up. And between those two things, you're creating this calorie deficit. And yes, sure, it's great to lose a pound a week, and, but that isn't necessarily realistic for all of us or very healthful. And so that's why I generally recommend a smaller calorie deficit and focusing on doing things a little bit slower, but so they are still enjoyable and sustainable. And so if you are someone who's created a calorie deficit like this, like 2,100 calories, if you are like me in the past and are, you know, looking forward to having one whole entire cheat day where you kind of just eat all the things you want and anything you want, it's really, really easily, uh, it's really, really easy to un to really basically undo that entire calorie deficit that you've created. If you are someone who looks at the nutritional information of restaurants when you go out to eat, you are very familiar with the fact that eating out can be very high in calories and even simple foods, which we would consider generally, you know, healthy or when you make it yourself, say it's like a five or 600 calorie meal, that same, that same style meal can be, you know, easily 1500 calories when you go to eat at a restaurant. And I know it's quite impressive that they're able to do these things, but that's kind of where things can get problematic because, you know, say Saturday comes around, you are going out for a big brunch, you get eggs Benedict, you've got hollandaise sauce, you got some, you know, fried up mash or not mashed potatoes, hash browns, a side of, you know, buttered toast and you add your peanut butter to that, you get a coffee, maybe a mimosa, you know, those things can add up really quickly if you're not necessarily thinking about what else you're going to be eating later, if you're not prioritizing certain things. And I think especially what I did in the past was not only was I having high calorie meals, you know, two to four times over the weekend, I was also negating the healthy habits that I've been working on, like, you know, only eating when I'm hungry or, you know, <laughs> actually stopping my meal or ending my meal when I'm close to full or when I'm satisfied or when I'm full. And I would actually eat past the point of comfort just because it was so delicious and it was a cheat meal and, you know, oh, Monday back on the grind and like back to eating salad. And so I would like literally just be eating to the, to the point where I'm like uncomfortable and I feel sick and I kind of feel a little bit like gross and not really just mentally not pleased with my actions and choices because I think when you eat without regard for your hunger levels or how your body's feeling or the signals it's giving you, it doesn't feel very good. And I think this is often what causes a lot of us to spiral with our eating and our choices. And this puts us into a cycle of restriction because I would have weekends like this 
not feel very good Sunday night. And Sunday evening, I'm already making a list of like things I'm not going to eat and all the things I'm going to do to make up for the weekend I've had. And there might be little things like, all right, well, I'm going to try and like, you know, add more vegetables to my meals, which would be a great one. But sometimes it was more drastic. Like I'm going to add like an hour of cardio every single day. And I'm going to try and always like skip lunch or like only have salads for all my meals. And that's really not a way to live in my opinion. Um, because for me, I was not enjoying, I was not enjoying that. That's, there's nothing for me that was enjoyable with that process or sustainable or healthful or mindful. And because of that, I'm someone who has stepped back from this idea of cheat days and cheat meals. And this is not to say I don't enjoy what I eat because I think this is what the misconception often is. And that it's if you're not having a cheat meal, you must not like what you're eating and your meals must be, you know, super basic and super boring and like super healthy, which generally does not sound appealing to most people. And I think that's where the problem lies because since I've stopped having cheat days and cheat meals, I also really just hate that terminology because I don't think you're cheating on anything if you are you know, making lifestyle changes, what are you cheating on? You enjoying a meal is perfectly normal and perfectly healthy. And I don't think there's anything wrong with liking what you eat or going out and having like potentially a higher calorie meal with friends and enjoying a special moment and doing that with intention. There is nothing wrong with that. And I think when you give it that connotation of cheating, it already kind of has a negative sense to it, which can lead to feelings of guilt. And so what I currently do is I make a greater effort to put together meals that I like and enjoy on a daily basis. And I know maybe that sounds simple to some of you, and maybe that sounds kind of earth shattering to some of you, but the reality is that's what happens in in our house. I think about like, what would I really like to eat this week? And this is how I plan my meals. I was like, oh, you know what? I would kill for a curry. It's like cold out and dreary. And that's kind of what I'm feeling would be great for lunches. I think for dinner, we can maybe make some like personal pizzas. I'm thinking about maybe pasta this weekend or burrito bowls or things that I like. Things that I'm, I don't think, oh, this is a diet food. This would be, you know, low in calories and really help me lose a ton of weight. Absolutely not. I focus on what is going to be enjoyable, what's going to taste delicious, what I'm going to look forward to eating. And I think when you're able to enjoy every meal that you're eating, the feelings of restriction, you know, start to decrease and go away. A lot of the cravings that we tend to have also start to subside because you, if you're mindful and you, you've taken the time to learn about nutrition and macros and portion sizes, there really should not be any food that is off limits apart from the ones, you know, that you're allergic to or dislike or have sensitivities to. There's nothing wrong with incorporating anything into your diet. It's just a matter of portion control. And that's why I've said in the past, like I have clients who have chocolate every day, who have ice cream every day, but it's their portion size that allows them to do that because it's something they like and enjoy and they look forward to. And I think that it's people kind of like, 
follow this like, oh, it's healthy or it's junk. And I don't think <laughs> the problem is it's not either one, it's not either or, because I've definitely seen plenty of people come to me and say, hey, you know what, I'm eating really well and I'm struggling to lose weight. And I look at what they're eating, we track their food for a week, and yeah, they are absolutely eating whole foods, really healthy options, but they're just eating too much of those things. You know, having one and a half avocados a day and, you know, three tablespoons of peanut butter and all these kind of, you know, delicious things that add up in a really quick way, as much as they might be considered healthy or good options, they do add up. And so it's your overall calorie intake and energy expenditure that are going to determine your results. And so I most certainly recommend always incorporating foods you like into your day and into your week, but being mindful about how you do that. And like I said, doing it with intention and without disregarding all the other habits like your hunger cues and, you know, eating slowly, stopping before you're completely stuffed. All of those things are really positive habits and something that should always continue over into your weekends and even vacations and trips as well, because they benefit your mind and body no matter what it is that you're eating. And so that's kind of where my stance is on cheat meals. I would love to know what you think, because I know everyone has a little bit of a different take on this. And I mean, my personal um, thoughts on cheat meals and cheat days has definitely changed over the years. So I think that what also might work for you now might not work for you next year or what works for you has worked in the past might also need changes as well. And that's totally fine. And I think also a normal part of growing and reflection. So like I've said, some food for thought. If you'd like to learn more, um, you can always follow me at Instagram at justget.fit. Or if you're actually interested in the recipes that I use on a daily basis, I have a members area with over 220 recipes, all with macro information and calories. And you can find this in the episode notes below in my podcast or on my Instagram and link in bio. Thank you so much for listening and looking forward to hearing from you.